0: dot FM to get started. Peace.
1: Welcome to the Anatomy of Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. Good morning.
0: My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, and today is day 75, and it's titled Ask Us Anything, Deeper Healing, and Big Changes Up Ahead.
1: If you're new here, welcome. We have 293 episodes all about marriage and relationships because... Sometimes it's hard, and we want to make it better. Mm. Um, As always, our show is brought to us by Audible. You can get a free audio book on us, like literally right now, if you go to audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. It helps us out, but it also gets you a free audio book, and that's the most important part. So thank you, Audible, for that. Yep. And as always, we are live on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, What am I trying to say? Every day (laughs) of the week at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So that's what's going on, and what are you laughing
0: Hold on, I have to stop the show because... Miss Poodle to you, just joined. <laughs> and I don't know who you are, Miss Poodle, cute. but I love your handle. So, <laughs>
1: um, Every day we read a review of the day and then we answer your questions. Today we're going to do a follow-up from yesterday's conversation because it was very unsettled yesterday at yeah. the end of the show. And we had a really amazing conversation just privately, um, yeah. And again, if you're live on the streams, you can uh, ask us anything. Mm-hmm. Can be about anything. Doesn't need to be about relationships. So why don't you read the review? Okay,
0: the we're read... Okay, five stars. JJ the Jet Plane says. My favorite podcast, Melanie and Seth, I can't thank you enough. Yesterday, using the clearing structure and all the advice I've received from listening to your podcast, I started repairing my broken relationship with my dad. I was able to express to him my hurt he had unknowingly caused, caused me, and we had a wonderful open and honest conversation and has given me hope that we can restore our relationship. Apart from that, Melanie and Seth have helped my fiance and I learn new ways to communicate and navigate the ups and downs of our relationship. I love everything about this podcast and I'm so looking forward to their premarital series.
1: Yes Thank awesome. you for that review. And how amazing is that that our tools are helping with relationships with parents. So That's please right. hear that. You can get the clearing structure that she mentioned mm-hmm. um, at anatomyofmarriage.com. It's just one of our tools you can download yeah. it and it tells you how to work through it and there's also a video if you can find to show you how to do it.
0: Last year I mailed my dad a letter and it was the, um, a worksheet called Letting Go. And I didn't create that. that I just kind of tweaked it. And he has thanked me like a couple of times for uh, sending him that and Mm -hmm. just letting go of like baggage and stress and all kinds of emotional stuff. And it was really cool because we don't have the best relationship. It's definitely room for improvement there. And I did the same thing with my dad. So, yeah, it works with non Romantic relationships, mm-hmm. as well. All so relationships. Good job, uh, JJ the Jet Plane. <laughs> so and thank some, you for the review. Yeah, somebody says, "Once school starts, will you guys be sticking to the same schedule?" I'm not sure um, yet.
1: No, I mean we. It's it's going to be tricky because mm-hmm. our kid uh, Mariner is in middle school, so mm-hmm. he starts at eight, um, and then our other kids start at nine. So that's gonna there's going to be a transition period because mm-hmm. one, we're probably also moving. Uh, at this around the same time, so we yeah. we just are we're in the process of buying this property with a trailer home on it. Uh, it's gonna be so cool. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait. So that's gonna the schedule will probably change. Um, and Candy, I love you, <laughs> Candy <Okay. your> <laughs> Uh
0: But we'll let you know. we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll you know. keep you updated. Uh, somebody says, "What is the best way to handle things when one person in the relationship has high anxiety and just cannot make a decision?" Um, well, that's a great question. That that is a great question. So I struggle with anxiety. I think I, my family of origin has a lot of anxiety kind of wrapped up in it too. And I I believe yours does too. We, the families just present very differently. Um, Talk about it. Talk about it. There's different interventions. Of course, obviously therapy, go to therapy for anxiety. There's some cognitive behavioral stuff and exercises that you can do to kind of rewire some thinking Mm -hmm. there. And, um, I find it helpful when I get anxious just to, kind of name that anxiety Mm -hmm. and go okay and then weigh it against um perceived uh what is it Uh, threat perceived threat perceived neglect neglect
1: that's from dr les and leslie parrot season one
0: Mm -hmm. and um kind of weigh that and like do do a kind of a body check-in i find breathing just some quick breathing exercises you know uh, box breathing four 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 um really works good and just to because it's kind of like this sometimes anxiety at least for me it snowballs, right? And I get anxious about being anxious. And then that goes to more anxiety or whatever. And you just have to like, stop it and go, okay, of course, there's different levels of anxiety. Some can be acute, some can turn into panic attacks, others can be just like, low level, I'm just kind of anxious, you know, and that, again, presents in different ways. Um, But yeah, acknowledging it, And then I guess supporting your spouse in that, you can also help to like, hey, it seems like you're anxious. If there's anything I can do for you, you know, just to name it right now and just name it and Uh we'll talk about it, do a body check in and kind of like, boom.
1: Well, and something that I just thought of, which I don't know if this exists, it seems like it must, but there's got to be some type of, and if there isn't, someone should make some type of like, um, questions where you could answer like, yes or no, like, like if you had two or three options and you could kind of go through each one and be like, okay, this is slightly better than this one. Mm-hmm. And this thing is slightly more desirable than that outcome. Mm-hmm. And I almost, that this is just what I'm thinking for myself. If this was something I struggled, struggled with, which I don't, but if it were, I would like to have a tool that let me get it out of my head onto a piece of paper where it's like the yes, no mm-hmm. almost idea and then present it to Seth, if that makes sense. So I would say... Um, Seriously, this is just popping into my head, so if it's weird, right. who cares? But um, I would write it out and and kind of let the person with anxiety come to their own conclusion. And even if the conclusion is, I don't know, but this option seems a little bit better, mm-hmm. and then they can hand it to their partner and say, can you help me here? And then you can sort of work together to come up with the answer there. Because I think that's a huge... That, it's too much to ask the person who can't do that to do it. A perfect mm-hmm. example is our son. Like, he has add and anxiety and um if you ask him to just straight up make a decision he'll fall apart he can't do it like he can't but you can give him the tools to help him get there
0: okay here's the thing i think i've talked about it on the show before but i i love this intervention and i made it up and i call it lunch lady syndrome right
1: oh yeah it's very much like
0: that and it's a thing where well it's called decision fatigue right and I, i remember distinctly uh, being in the, the lunch line in elementary school, and thinking, you know, I give the, the lunch lady my lunch ticket, Miss Price, <laughs> and um, no, she was the she was the custodian. Uh, yes, I don't go, that. go okay, on. Sorry, <laughs> and uh, whatever came on the little square teal tray was like, this is what I'm eating. Yeah. Okay. And there was no decision involved, Mm -hmm. right? And of course, now we can do anything, anytime, anywhere, and we have everything available to us. Decision fatigue is a real thing. So just um, and this is a CBT practice too. Like, okay, there's 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 I'm gonna give myself three choices, and you have to Mm -hmm. be really intentional on this, or two choices, this one or this one. This one might be better for this place and time, Mm -hmm. and this one would be. But I'm not gonna go through every laundry list of stuff because we get decision fatigue, and we're just like. It's overwhelming. Yeah. Then we get anxious about being anxious. What's up, Raya? What's up, TJ?
1: Says but, I miss your guys's long form shows a lot on specific topics. Going to go back to that direction at all? Let's talk about it. Yes, yes we are. Yes, so, we are. In fact, um, hold, on. hold on. We will talk about that in a moment.
0: Yeah, we're gonna. That's a, a thing. So when discussing intimacy with your spouse goes, goes bad. when discussing intimacy with your spouse goes bad, really bad. How do you overcome fear and anxiety to be able to try again when you no longer feel like it's a safe zone? Ooh. Okay. Cle- so. First,
1: first of all, mm-hmm. clearing structure. Yes. If you have not used the clearing structure, go to anatomyofmarriage.com, to the tools section and get the clearing structure. I want you to sort out whatever went wrong mm-hmm. first. Do not just try to dive into bed again. No. You, Don't you, you, do you, that.
0: You absolutely. What's up, Stephen? Uh, you absolutely have to process that and John Gottman if you go to uh, thegottmaninstitute.com I think I think it's .com just look up Gottman G-O-T-T-M-A-N and he has a um i think it's called uh like a a fight recovery toolkit Mm. and it's free i used to have little booklets when i had a private practice and it's free and it's like little booklets it and it, it does highlight some of the stuff in the clearing structure but it is a recovery thing and this is really interesting because we went to uh the little park golf course yesterday and hattie our daughter lost her brain right it was time to go and I don't, she was she, tired she was like super tired and like had too much sugar at grandma's or something but yeah. she was just like okay seven years old no and it was oh, she's freaking out it was pretty funny of course we didn't make fun of her but she was just she was lost. like hiding from us she her brain was out of her body on the ground yeah right <laughs> And it was funny. So, and then um, uh, I, I gave her a choice. I was like, okay, it's time to go. Either I can pick you up or you can walk with me, you know? And she didn't choose that. So, I like picked her up and she was like, Ugh, yeah. you know? And then I just like talked to her. She put her head on my shoulder and started crying and I listened to her. I was like, "Um, you know, what what made you upset? And she... It was really cute of what made her upset, and I don't have to get into that. But the point is, she lost her brain. I came to her, and we repaired. Mm-hmm. Like I listened to what she was saying, mm-hmm. and literally it just went, it just like melted everything away., yeah. and she was hugging, and we re- and I even got in the car, I was like, yeah. I we repaired it with Hattie, yeah. right? So when a rift happens in relationships, romantic or otherwise, there always has to be repair, because it's like you're not going to ride a bike on a flat tire, mm-hmm. right? Your bike's going, boom, you hit a nail it's flat, you don't go, oh, well, tomorrow, maybe yeah, things will smooth stop. over and it'll inflate itself. No. Yeah. You have to repair it, right? Mm-hmm. Much like relationships. So, the clearing structure is key. And then also, look up, just Google Gottman, mm-hmm. it's Gottman recovery, something like Hold that. Hold on, I don't but know. then
1: the next step I would say in in repairing that is then having, once you repair the damaged part, the bad conversation, get all of your feelings out, but be respectful, be kind. Then when you start to go into the next phase, which is creating sort of like the new thing that you want to have, or the sort of connected stuff that you want to have, that's a whole different realm of being with one another. And you can literally use the clearing structure Mm -hmm. over and over and over again for those conversations. Like it's important that you go very slowly though. Yeah. Thank uh, you for asking.
0: Stephen and Steven and Hatisha Brown, who are awesome friends in Canada, you should be friends with them, says, ha, I feel like every day is that with our four, four girls. At least one has turned into a complete lizard each day. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. <laughs> Hattie was like, Wah! she was hiding, and yeah. it was all because of golf balls, you know, teal when golf balls. When he says balls.
0: lizard, he means lizard brain. We flip our lid and go to our amygdala mm-hmm. and totally react. Fight, um, flight, and freeze. That's right. Very so. funny. Okay. Um, but
1: anyway, so we wanted to talk about, first, about yesterday's live or our podcast yesterday that ended and it was very uncomfortable and we were like i don't i I felt like i didn't know what was going on and Mm -hmm. seth felt uncomfortable obviously he felt unhappy and whatever Mm -hmm. and so after we got off of the live i went to go publish it and then seth came in to the mariner's bedrooms where i published the show and he came in And was like kind of getting ready to leave, but you could tell he was really upset. And I'm like, I don't know what's up. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what's up. So I, you know, can we talk a little bit or whatever? And then um, we had a really long conversation. Mm -hmm. What do you, how do you summarize that conversation? How did it feel from your side?
0: So something in the question that uh, was sent in and that we reviewed yesterday I don't know what it was. Well, honestly, I I woke up kind of feeling
1: It was a question about living with Eeyore. Is that it was that question.
0: Right. And I think I, I I woke up feeling deflated and uh from the conversation we had the previous night because you were saying all this stuff and I was like, "Well, what what is right?" You know, "What what is uh-huh. like what is What do I do right?" Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not again, it's not like pat on the back or anything, but it was very it was very kind of like geez this feels just like a huge weight and i'm like trying Mm -hmm. you know and it was i think it was a real culmination of a lot of stuff that had that i've been feeling for years and years and years and years like literally Mm -hmm. and just woke up i even like voxered uh cody and said um i don't know i'm uh i I, how about this i've i felt just like s and was like this is just depressing it's uh, yeah i felt like salad (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and was just overwhelmed and everything and I was, you know, writing stuff out. And when I feel overwhelmed like that, I'm like, whatever. I don't want to work out. I don't want to write. I don't care about anything. I just wanna self soothe and go get a scone or yeah. whatever. Like seriously, right? Yeah. And I was like, that's not the way to do it. If you wanna get out of something, then be consistent and do what you know to uh do that makes you get out of that mm-hmm. drink water go run work out yeah right yeah, yeah. right and i was like Ugh. so i made myself do all that stuff and it worked and then came back but i was still feeling the emotional heaviness of like oh my goodness <laughs> What, what's going on here? Well, and
1: let me say what our conversation the night before was, because like, there's a lot going on in our life. We're trying to buy a home. Like I said, we said this yesterday, we're living temporarily at an apartment, which our kids aren't used to. We're trying to buy a home. That takes a huge toll on your finances and your time. Seth's trying to manage all of that. Our kid breaks his arm. Our kid has all these therapy appointments that we have to, doctor's appointments. went to the ER, yeah.
0: Weeks ago, then the ER no, again. No, days ago. Oh, no, yeah, no, no. oh, yeah. For the first time. Then, so we've got two ER
1: visits, like, we're waiting to get billed for... Like, there's just everything that can be stressful is pretty much going on. And so yesterday, when or the day before yesterday, the, at the night when I approached you, I think what I was doing was I was like, okay, I'm really overwhelmed. I feel really stressed out. The only thing I know to do from my family of origin is attack Seth. Like, that's the you, only thing that I... You were giving
0: it all to me. Yes. And
1: but my hope was that and and this is so weird to say because we've done this same cycle for literally our entire marriage. My hope was that he would see for some like like imagine I'm a cat and I'm going. (laughs) But somehow I think you as the owner of the cat will be like, oh, it just wants to be pet. Mm. like no you're gonna kick the cat out and slam the door on its face because you're like mm-hmm. stop freaking attacking me right mm-hmm. but that's what i know like what i know is you complain you get mad you point fingers you lay blame and then you somehow expect that your partner is going to like oh i get it mm. i see right mm-hmm. and that's what i was doing that's what i've done forever not a good method mm-hmm. and that's what i was doing the other night And so what I was wanting to have happen was that Seth would attune to me, that Mm. he would hear that I was stressed, that he would go, oh, you're right. That did make it harder when I did X, Y, and Z thing. I'm so sorry, but I was attacking you. Mm -hmm. Like, why would you ever think that you should be nicer to me? Mm. I was being mean to you, right? And so that was part of what was happening the night before that triggered him feeling so bad the next day. Mm -hmm. And then the awkward live conversation. And then after that yesterday live, Mm -hmm. we had the sort of coming together conversation where I feel like what I understood and what was so eye opening for us was that I really understood for the first time. Like that, I thought I had been changing my family of origin patterns and my patterns in myself by being like happy because mm-hmm. I'm naturally pretty like woo woo mm-hmm. stuff's fun, mm-hmm. and so I thought, well, that's how I've been breaking the mold, right? I'm trying to be more fun. I jump into a pool like that's new. Whoa, look at me! Um, but what I hadn't realized was that I was still getting the majority of my like uh, social. The people I talk to are my family, mm-hmm. right? Um, I have friends, but I mostly talk with my family. And so I was getting so much like input. Not bad. None of it's bad. But it was all input that was family of origin. Mm -hmm. It's all people who see things the same exact way that I see them. Mm -hmm. And I was getting sort of like hearing all these people saying, why would Seth do that? Mm -hmm. Why would Seth go hunting? Oh, Seth wants to sell his car. Why would Seth buy that car? Why wouldn't he do this? And it was Mm -hmm. almost like I was... It was not almost. I was fully blind. Um to the fact that I was putting, projecting so much family of origin right onto you. Mm -hmm. And I was doing it in an ugly way, in a way that was not honoring how you're different from me. And I was uh, expecting that I could attack you, and then you would see I was needing love somehow. I mean, it's all Mm -hmm. stupid, people. I was being an idiot. Mm -hmm. And um, so tell me what it felt like yesterday when we had that conversation, and what do you think changed?
0: Well, I was really, um, you just made my fiance so normal.
1: <laughs> Someone's that, commenting.
0: That is funny. So, uh, we we'll, I'll, I'll get to the comments here in a minute. Um, I, I, I think that I was holding in years and years of, sure. I guess, uh, tears and also anger and yeah. resentment and m- well anger and resentment were like after feelings but uh i think i was holding in so much uh pain i would say hurt Mm -hmm. right after that that's why i like i cried and stuff we both cried a ton and it was um it was like sad and then also very um very i don't know what the word is freeing or encouraging or or healing? Healing? Yeah, healing, I guess, for you to see me in a different way and mm-hmm. for me to say things differently and I'm I'm doing some real super I guess intentional work around Enneagram mm-hmm. stuff, Enneagram 9 stuff of growth points and okay, you you want change and the Enneagram is like a window into your soul mm-hmm. kind of thing, so I'm like, oh this it, this explains me perfectly. Mm-hmm. And the areas that it says I need to grow in and where I shy away from and I need to like dive into and get closer to are areas that I don't want to, right? Mm-hmm. So that yeah. means I'm like, oh, the, the, these are the exact same ones, right? It's like the darkest, deepest cave is the one that you need to go down, yeah. right? And I've been doing that and that's exposing things to you about yeah. me and my personality mm-hmm. and how you can understand me Deeper, mm-hmm. you know, and like one of the I think one of the core needs of a enneagram nine is to like be understood and mm-hmm. understand yourself and have other people have that same I guess window, uh-huh. you know, that yeah. I like I long for on the yeah. very deepest level. Well,
1: and you had done this thing recently where he had taken like a it was sort of like a mashup of enneagram stuff and then yeah. the Think and Grow Rich stuff was that right yeah so he took so there's a book called think and grow rich by napoleon hill and then there's an any was it enneagram institute questionnaire yeah, the enneagram thing?
0: institute.com and, uh enneagram test and that's where i got a bunch of the information okay Mm -hmm. and so
1: he like married them together and he wrote out this thing for himself that was like the in and it came up in our conversation the other day where he just sort of it just came to his head and he said here read this i think you'll understand me better if you read this Mm -hmm. and i swear to you you guys it was like i don't know my husband at all i read this thing and i was like i literally was floored i was like this is who you are? Like, what? And not in a bad way. It mm-hmm. was amazing mm-hmm. and so insightful, but it was literally like at the very end of the day, we've got kids talking nonstop, and so we didn't talk about it that night. We talked about it after yesterday's live, and it was like transformative. So it, it was really... Hard. It's very hard to explain because when I reread it, it doesn't seem that shocking or mm-hmm. weird or mm-hmm. whatever, but it put to words the things that I see in your character that... um are almost evidence to me of how amazing you are, if that mm. makes sense. Sounds super vague. It doesn't make sense even when I say it. Mm-hmm. But um, but that was sort of the the thing that tipped the scales and changed how I see you.
0: Yeah, and I think the thing that, like, hurt so bad, that has hurt so bad, that, like, I've always been that person on the list.
1: Yeah, but you, but, uh, I mean, it's never been stated anywhere. And But it's,
0: it's never been stated, and I, like, kind of expected you to... No, I I know that's that's probably wrong of me to assume things, but maybe, how about this? Maybe I expected you to know, but it it, it couldn't, that couldn't happen until, well, this makes perfect sense. That couldn't happen until I knew myself. Yeah. Right. And like one of the Enneagram nines things is I can't do anything for anybody Unless first, I believe it, Mm -hmm. practice it, and do it for myself, Mm -hmm. right? Because Enneagram 9s, I don't know, maybe they have like self-doubt or something. Or they, not maybe, they they look to other people to find themselves, themselves, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, okay, yeah, what do you say I am? And that's, it's so freaking weird. Like, just looking back, like, historically, even from a young age, I'm like, oh, yeah, I loved it when people talked about me Mm -hmm. because I'm like, oh. That gives me insight into who I am. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's it's so, yeah. so like cosmic and weird. Yeah. I don't mean to get like woo-woo or anything. But it's just like, okay, th- this can't be a coincidence kind of thing of mm-hmm. like how exactly it describes a person, right? So, and, and like part of that, like part of the tears were mm-hmm. like grief over I've always been this way. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. This is me. Yeah, yeah.
0: This is how I was born right and
1: i i felt the same exact thing like i felt so bad that i hadn't seen it Mm -hmm. and like i felt just horrible like i felt so terrible as a person to not like that your actions somehow didn't translate into knowledge and me understanding you Mm -hmm. and it took me reading it but what an insight and a gift to be able to read it Mm -hmm. and you made that whole thing up like you Married together two very unrelated things and like made this weird, not weird, but like great map thing for yourself. And it's several pages long, isn't the whole thing? Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to go in and do the what he did for my own Enneagram number, because it's very insightful. It's like, what are your areas that you struggle in? And you list them out. How can you uh, sort of uh, fix them? I guess it's not the right word. Yeah. Um, Improve on them.
0: Well, let me just say how specifically I did this thing, right? So, and it takes a long time and but it's obviously worth it because it was such a huge thing in our relationship. So, I took the Enneagram test on Enneagram Institute and it came up with three numbers for me, right? 9, 7 and 4. And I read all of those extensively and after months and months I'm like, "Okay, I'm definitely a 9, but I have 7 and 4 traits, right? Mm-hmm. Because in the growth areas, you can read them and go, "Oh, Yes, I do do that. So my growth areas are an amalgamation, a combination of four, seven, and nine things that I need to improve upon. Mm-hmm. Right, and then part of that first, first of all, it stemmed from the uh, think. So if you haven't read Think and Grow Rich, it's not about money; it's about mindset and everything. It's really good, and um, actually making things appear in your life that you want, and it's it's trippy, but it's awesome. It's called uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Uh, get the Audible book. Get the Audible book. It I've was listened written to it like in like 1901. Yeah, I've listened to it like four times, and that's not a joke, four times, and did all the exercises in there, and it's, um, it's called uh, auto-suggestion. And it's, like, it's kind of like modern day, like, okay, um, uh, what is it? Create what you want to see, right? Mm-hmm. We have that on our wall right here. Mm-hmm. Create what you want to see. Write it down. Visualize it plan it out all these things and like you can walk towards that and it will materialize and things will come to you it's the universe juice right so all of this stuff and wrote all this stuff and it's it's like the the epitome of intentional right so you can write it all out but then oh guess what the last factor of that is you have to read it every single day and then you like go into your subconscious mind and like okay i am this kind of mm-hmm. thing and it's It's working and it's, it's awesome. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's the exercise you're going to do it. And it's such, I don't, I don't think you can get realer than that. At least Mm -hmm. in this point in my life, I can't get realer than that. Mm -hmm. Probably, you know, tomorrow I'll be like, oh yeah, something new. I'm
1: realer. Yeah. Yeah, But it's been, it was really incredible. Just this weird moment of like, how is this possible that this one, I mean, I only read one page of all of the pages that he had and I was like, just my jaw hit the floor. I couldn't believe it. And so I wanted to share the conversation that followed and sort of how we walked through that because the conversation yesterday after our live was really transformative. I feel well, like it was, it was like it broke through this like years wide dam that we had built between one another that we couldn't understand and we thought like we could um you know tips and tools it away we thought we could kind of like Mm -hmm. hack it away and really it wasn't that it was like we needed deeper understanding we needed like um attunement to Mm -hmm. one another in a new and deeper way and this thing that you did created that so it was shocking i was completely floored by it thank you so much and it has literally like The veil has dropped of my eyes of like oh I Mm. get like I get when Seth has said historically why are you so mean I get it now I didn't get it before I thought oh I'm just hurting his feelings no Mm. I was literally like hurting his soul I was and it was I was I was not honoring you your part like if I'm if we are the sun and the moon I wasn't honoring you at all I was like. Uh, flapjack you, Moon. Mm-hmm. I'm doing my own thing. Someone said they didn't like it when we said F, so I'm going to start saying funny words. <laughs> so flapjack you, Moon. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, but so it's just been really helpful and I wanted to talk about that, but we need to talk about our other things before we've got to run.
0: So basically, I saved our marriage.
1: You did. But only after <laughs> I saved it was season one. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of season one, uh, so we have a lot of things going on in the next couple of months and there's a we have a whole scheduled out change in the works right now and i need you to focus or i cannot focus thank you and um the so we're gonna end out our 100 days of q's and a's that'll end sometime in october mm-hmm. so we're gonna do this for the next 30 something it's more than that because we don't do it on the weekends so if you have questions get them in in the next 30 days or, or you know between now and october or whatever because that is going to go away uh this daily live thing is going to go away but don't worry. It'd be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So, um, that we're gonna wrap up the 100 Days of Qs and A's, like I said, mid October ish. And then we're working with an amazing lady down in Texas, Leslie. She's helping me relaunch the workbook for season one. And we're gonna go through season one. Hyper intentionally, we're re-releasing all of season one because mm-hmm. if you haven't heard it, it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna redo some of the audio in it, and make it better. That was the first audio stuff I'd ever done, so I'm gonna fix it, tweak it up, get it nice.
0: Yeah, even if you've listened to season one, this it is a will whole be, different. It will be the same, but also different. It'll be enhanced. Yeah, it's because we are, <laughs> we are light we are years. <laughs> we are light years from where we yeah. were three, two years ago, which I think growth is good, obviously. Yeah. And yeah, that'll be really cool. Mm-hmm. So, so we're going to re-release be, season mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. and it's
1: going to have the refurbished, remade workbook. Um, we're trying to get it printed. We're trying to get it to, into either a printed form or an ebook or something like that. And mm-hmm. then we're going to work through it together with y'all mm-hmm. in the Anatomy of Marriage Mastermind. Mm. Okay, so we have several things going on. I want to try to be as intentional and slow as I explain this. So we are doing the AOM Mastermind, which is its own subset thing. Mm-hmm. We're doing, we're working through season one with you guys in real time, working through the workbook, all of that stuff, and then um, we will also be launching our premarital series, which is its own universe unto itself. Mm-hmm. It's a giant, giant series. It's got tons of stuff to it. So we're doing that. Um, what else are we doing? I'm forgetting something. Oh, we're going to be promoting and talking about the app all of the time. Cause the app is freaking amazing. Like mm-hmm. it's amazing. We're super excited about it. So we'll, we'll start talking about that. Um, I'm just realizing the time though. And we 100% have to wrap it up because yeah, we've it's got a, a call. It,
0: it's okay. We, it's, um, it's, uh,
1: what time's our yeah, call?
0: seven thirty. So we have we have like
1: seven minutes. That's okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we are gonna we have a lot of things changing. We are not going to be disappearing from daily stuff, but it just won't be in this spot anymore. It's going to be over in our mastermind. Sorry, um, and so. We're kind of shifting how we work mm-hmm. uh, for many, many, many different reasons. Uh, we've got lots of great things coming up. We're going to be speaking in Utah in November. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be speaking at a women's retreat in October. I can't mm-hmm. wait. Um, I'm singing in a wedding in September. <laughs> I can't wait We. For
0: that. Uh, I don't know if we've told you guys this or not, but we got an invite to <sighs> Nashville, right? Not only Nashville, but an invite to a uh, actually very small Invite only thing with Dave Ramsey. It's so exciting. So we're gonna be hanging out with Dave Ramsey and Rachel Cruz. and Rachel Cruz and Anthony Anthony O'Neill Christy, Christy Wright. and if you Ken guys Coleman. don't Ken Coleman, if you guys don't know Dave Ramsey crew, they Chris put Hogan. out a lot, Chris Hogan a lot of good stuff, and so we're going to a two and a half day influencer event mm-hmm. and we got freaking invited to this we didn't even try we didn't even do so anything like, okay that's nuts yeah and then for with our good friend paul vetter he introduced us to another person and we will be in right outside of atlanta about a week after the nashville event mm-hmm. And that's at um, a giant it's called the Marriage Collective and that's invite only too. I'm like I don't know how this yeah, happened. I know. But it happened yeah. and it's gonna be rad. So we will be in Nashville and yes, Southeast AOM meetup in Nashville. Yes, we yes. will
1: we will make a Nashville meetup happen and We're make a someone Nashville just meetup
0: said, and oh. also a Greenville south carolina meetup that's where i'm from we i know that town like the back of my hand oh that's so exciting so do you because you've been there a hundred times yeah and uh we're gonna that that will be really fun so there's gonna gonna go to mass
1: general store and get candy i'm Uh, just kidding
0: (laughs) there's gonna be two uh meetups coming up maybe we should try to do one in las vegas if we have any our our utah area if we have any fans down there or people who would want to like um
1: grand canyon meetup (laughs)
0: in November. It'll be cold.
1: But anyway, so we're going to talk more about the masterminds later. Yes, they are. It's kind of like the counseling group that we were talking about. So we're calling it masterminds so that nobody sues us. Like we don't want to get sued. Um, But yeah, masterminds are going to be totally different. I've written up all this stuff about it. All this stuff is coming right around the bend. We're giving Mm -hmm. y'all till mid-October. We're going to talk about it. We're going to promote it get all these things going mm-hmm. and up and running but there's just huge changes in the, the line for us which is all really amazing so um so thank you for mm-hmm. being with us and supporting us and being our family right this is just the yeah. coolest thing ever so we have to literally run right now and Savannah is freaking out
0: I'm freaking out <laughs> I'm
1: freaking out okay all right we love you guys right. have an amazing day all
0: right bye guys bye.